to assume that someone is wants to be with you, but the reason why they're not being with you is because they have challenges and they haven't worked on themselves. That's a dangerous game to play. Hi there, you're listening to The Empathetic Life of Psychic Medium Monique Empath. I'm Monique Empath, and this is a continued conversation of the Twin Flame Theory. So I explained the Twin Flame Theory, picked it apart a bit, also explained what actual scientific, psychological concept mirrors the Twin Flame um, theory without romanticizing it and making it this like gracious thing. Um, I'm going to explain all my issues with it. Um, one, the idea that the runner is the, okay. So the connection, the connection that they have at the beginning where it's wonderful and it's magical and it's nothing like you've, you've, they've ever, um, felt before two things a person I always say this term and I always say love and affection does not negate behaviors um you could care about somebody you could have strong feelings for them but you may still have certain behaviors processes patterns ways of thinking that might be inconducive to a, a healthy relationship. So people will be black and white and say, um, he loves me, but so why would he leave? Or he doesn't love me and that's why he left and then come back. But I feel that that, in, that first connection where you got along and everything was good and intimacy was, intimacy was so good, to me makes sense. You could definitely connect with so many different people and have an amazing connection with them at that one moment but not be on the same page as them as in where you want to take life the choices you want to make but if all we're talking about is just that affectionate intimate moment absolutely and on a energetic level if I'll throw in my a bit of spirituality spirituality if all you are thinking about is how someone feels and and how things feel and you're not thinking about the future you're not thinking about the past you're just in this moment it is going to feel good that is like what sex is built off of you're good sex we're talking about you're not thinking about the problems at work you're not thinking about dinner you're not thinking about different things you're all about the feelings that you feel in that moment it's so um, natural, like to, to feel your body is going to react to a certain touch, a certain smell, a certain thing. And if you take out all the judgments and preoccupations and fears out of your mind in that moment, a lot of relationships or our connections can feel that good in that moment. But once that moment is over and you put in all those other things, it's not to say that that moment where everything felt so good was a lie. It's just to say, now I have all these other thoughts to connect. So the the first part about how the twin flame connection is always a connection that feels so much like no other connection in the in, that you've ever had before and those kind of things. The way it, not what I'm saying, but the way that the theory is constructed, it's always meeting somebody um, 
this one time or having this one magical moment, or like I said earlier, someone that you've maybe have known, but it's this one moment, not a whole bunch of moments that start to accumulate into more passion, more passion, more passion, and then communication. And you talk about what feels good, what doesn't, it's always this one moment. So it comes off as a time where nobody is judging anybody there's no expectations, all the, the thoughts of something. So that makes sense of why that moment would feel really good. And then also a person who is um, avoidant on a psychological level, a person who's avoidant, um, avoidant personality who has the features of um, being strong, being powerful, being um, assertive, being, you know, dominant, um, without abusive, but being more dominant comes off like the Prince Charming, like he's going to come in on his horse and take you, you know what I mean? Like that's so sexy within itself. Um, and then the person who is preoccupied and needs assurance, needs to know that they're beautiful, needs to hear these things, needs that con confirmation all the time from an external source. That makes sense why the intimacy or that one moment is going to feel so magical. Okay, so I've just picked apart that on a spiritual level. Uh, spiritually, it makes sense because if we're talking about energy and our our inner selves, um, the subconscious, the deeper self, the, this feeling part of ourselves, it makes sense why that's going to feel so good. You can have that kind of passionate, intimate sex with a partner that is not a twin flame and someone that you've dated for many years or many times, you guys can just have that one day, like that moment or that time or work towards that. Um, okay. So, and then the, what are the other things? The, I, I, the idea that the chaser is the more spiritual one the more in tuned one, the one that's more aware, that's a little bit elevated. Okay. So that person would feel that they're more intuitive, that they can feel the feelings of the other person. They would consider themselves somewhat psychic, somewhat highly intuitive, where they have the abilities to feel the other person so much. So again, when you're in a state where you're just all that it is is feelings like that first connection, you are being more intuitive. Intuitive causes you to go on what you feel and that feeling will trigger an image or a thought or a conclusion of a probable, um, those kind of things, more than when you logically step outside of something with no feelings and say, okay, how does that match, match, match? How does that? Like no feelings about it, just like a logical structured thing. So when you are that um, connected with someone and it feels good, you're going on your feelings. So to to say that you've, you are more intuitive to the person or you're more intuitive to that person, you essentially can be more intuitive to that person but it does not mean that you're the most highly intuitive in the person in the world or you're, you're intuitive to everybody else. It means that in that moment, you allowed yourself to just go by what your feelings and those kind of things. So the idea of saying 
that the person, just the, the chaser, is just a more intuitive being. I don't... I don't think so because often that person is not as intuitive with other people in their lives. They're not as intuitive with themselves. They may be more um, open to feelings um, with the other person because that's all they have. The runner ran. The runner is not there. So all you have is just what you, you could possibly energetically feel with that person and, and you're connected to them. So it paints this picture. So often it, to me, it plays upon the emotions of somebody, um, who says, oh, they're so spiritual. They understand this connection more than the other person or more than anybody else. Um, I don't, I don't see so even me as a highly intuitive person, I don't, it does not make sense that you would be, you're, we're all intuitive to each other. The thing is, is that we don't focus on that level of intuition and feeling when we're um, focus, dealing with each other on a day to day. We we insert like just rational knowledge and throw intuition to the wayside. We use intuition, those kind of things. So that person is not necessarily more intuitive and it happens to, they're, they're usually the more psychic one. Um, it's just in a situation that lends to that, that bends to that. Um, the reason why I speak to that is because that person, that chaser would then feel like they absolutely know um, it leads to a continued conviction that they absolutely know that the runner is going to come back because they're communicating with the runner. Um, because they've identified as a chaser. So they identified that I must be highly intuitive. So whatever I feel is exactly what's going on. And that's not, if they, you know, that's not really completely accurate. It is because it is con contradictory is because if you were that intuitive, you would be more confident that the other person what's going you would know what's going on with the other person or be more in tune with them you would know that they're doing this they're doing that they're doing this i've seen that sometimes to combat that opposition they would say that the emotions that are involved or because you are so wound up in the twin flame situation that it's hard to be intuitive because now your mind is clouded and that's why you have to go work on yourself to um, get rid of that cloud and be that. I'm not saying that a person can't be intuitive. What I'm saying is that you're providing a situation and then just telling the person that they're intuitive instead of opening up a situation where a person can experience naturally their own intuition at work. So I'm intuitive because I was told I'm intuitive, not because I'm intuitive in this situation or that situation or that situation. And I can prove I'm intuitive because I know I'm connected to that guy, um, that runner. And I know we talk and we have, I have dreams. I'm going to do a whole other thing on dreams too, but that's, that's, that's what I don't subscribe because mm -hmm. clients will come in with a conviction 
that the this other person wants to be with them but is just having challenges and i think that's a dangerous like that's a dangerous um card to play to assume that someone is wants to be with you but the reason why they're not being with you is because they have challenges and they haven't worked on themselves that's a dangerous game to play um because i might you might come to me and i might read that you might be convinced this is your twin flame and this is what's supposed to happen and then you ask me and i read that that person's really not as a i don't see that they think of you i don't i don't feel that they're that in tune to you i don't feel that they're thinking about this and that's just my prediction um, and that will be counterintuitive to what you are convinced about your twin flame. Then how do you explain why they left? How do you explain them running? Okay. Um, also, even if I'm not the one who says that, the other person might say, I'm not attracted to you. I'm not, what is it? Like, I don't want to be with you. This is why I haven't called you. Um, and that person convinces it's a twin flame and that they're intuitive and that they're going through this, they'll be convinced um, that the other person um, is just going through a hard time. And so it negates other people's choices. It, it doesn't allow, even if somebody is not being honest with themselves, for you to assert that, you should be able to accept that and just say that's where they are. If they're not, if the person is not physically with you, whether they truly want to be with you and they don't know it or whether they are just working on some things or whether they just really don't want to be the we being a psychic does not mean we throw away what's in front of our eyes we say we look at deeper things and we consider it and you collect that up with what's going on so you would look at the situation and consider that this person may really care for you but is overwhelmed or is avoidant and just doesn't want to be there um and, and is not there but we also look at the person is not there so to continue to play the card that they're going to come back they're going to come back they're going to come back it's not healthy. If you ask, do I see the person coming back? I may see the person coming back, but I may not see that they come back in any healthy state or any healthy way, you know? So that's why I don't like the twin flame theory when it comes to that, because it imposes without intuition. It says, this is what's happening in your situation absolutely and this is what you have to do when none of that might even be going on because you're reading an article you're not connecting with somebody and again like i say when i give a reading or when we give a reading it's a probable it hasn't happened it hasn't happened this is what could possibly happen but it hasn't happened so it's it takes away the opportunity for somebody to be open to other experiences say hey what's that experience going to be like and then you tell them the psychic tells them and you say what that experience would be like and then the psychic tells them and then what's the experience that you're experiencing now they're not with you they're not there um so that that's where i struggle with the twin flame and that's why when somebody wants if they if that's what they're convicted to and that's what they they believe um they need to go to a twin flame reader somebody else who can um control and essentially control and navigate that situation for them by telling them what to do. And we all know how I feel about readers telling people what to do.
that's one of the dangers that I feel about the twin flame. And then the idea of that I'm going to be the most awesome version of myself and, and there's a mission about this relationship that it will it will um save humanity or help people heal. Uh <laughs> okay. So the 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 theory insists that the nature of this relationship is to be a healer or healing person to other people. Um you could be a healing person to other people on your own. You could choose a profession for that. Even just being yourself, the way you are, the, the things you come across, you may say something that you just said it at the kind of your heart that can be so impactful to someone else. That's how humans are. We are constantly giving and taking and helping each other. But to be a designated person to heal someone else and to know that's your ambition um, through this relationship, isn't that counterintuitive? Because you, you're basically saying that I can't help anybody else or be a healer unless I get this relationship going. So if you don't get this relationship going, then what does that say for you? It says that you aren't significant. You are very significant. Again, one small word can actually do so much. You have no idea for another person on an energetic level and a spiritual level. And again, there are many careers in the world that are actually, you can take on and, and do them. Okay. So it's almost like alluding somebody to have a special power that will influence other people, but then attaching it to a situation and saying that you're special, but you'll be more special if you figure this out. Again, I understand that the twin flame concept is more about, talks about working on yourself so you could be more, but the motivation is to be in this relationship. That's what it is. Let's call it, let's call a spade a spade. The motivation of this twin flame theory of working on yourself is to be in a relationship with someone. That's the, that's the goal. No one's saying, what if they said, you're not going to get a relationship at the end at all, nothing, but you can work on yourself, lacks the motivation. So that's my challenge with the twin flame theory. And I, I see people who are struggling with attachment issues or they're, 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 they're so, um, connected and convicted to this connection. Um, it's painful. It's hurting them. And, and me as a person who feels what you feel, I'm feeling your hurt. And, and it's, it's, um, not hurt that you've, you know what I mean? Like no one's, um, the to say that you are attached to someone who you had a magical moment with that makes sense and to go through that and say I just keep thinking about them all the time that makes sense but to say that you're going to hold on to this attachment simply because you feel you're in this connection that will absolutely come back if you do all the right things sounds a little controlling to me sounds a little controlling <laughs> Thank you.